five things, five things to stop doing in your business if you want better results. Welcome to The Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kim, your CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals get clients and scale their businesses online by working smarter, not harder, by building systems instead of losing pounds of sweat in the grind. And today I want to share with you five things to stop doing because quite honestly, very much like our health, it's not about adding more stuff in. It's about taking stuff out that's toxic. So let's dive into this. Number one thing you have to stop doing is debating, debating with trolls on social media. This is hard to do initially, especially when you feel your ego is being attacked. Hey, dude, uh, looks like you're going through cancer. I would never take advice from you. Um, neurosurgeon here, uh, we call them patients, not clients. Like, like this is just two examples of ridiculous shit I see on, on, my, on my stuff. So here's how we deal with this. The easiest way to drive bullies, if you want to call them that, bullies or trolls on social media crazy is to give them zero attention. Zero. No acknowledgement. And the best is when they leave you a really, really long comment. You just go over those little three dots and you hit delete. Gone. It's like they didn't even exist. It's like they spent all that time crafting this crazy comment only to be vanished into thin air. And that is the ultimate payback. For you, at least. So the easiest way to deal with trolls and negativity online is to completely ignore it. It's like you have paint protection film, uh, which is a fancy thing that cars put on them. So water and uh, water just beads off and it's less susceptible to getting dings and so forth. So imagine you are wrapped in PPF, paint protection film, and nothing can bother you. This is easier said than done. And there are times where you're like, oh, I'm going to show this person. Trust me, if you feel the blood boiling, delete the comments. Do not answer and even acknowledge them. Okay, so stop debating with trolls. You will never win. You will never win with these people who are living in their basements at their parents' house when they're 40 talking shit about anyone, assuming that's their situation. Number two is very much along the same lines, is stop worrying about what other people think of you. Who cares? Do you think... Okay, so I lost my hair when I was 17. I regrew my hair in my my mid-20s when I started learning about nutrition and applying it. And then five years later, I lost it all again when I got a tetanus shot at the doctor. Thanks so much, doc. So for two years after that, I started painting on my eyebrows. If you watch any of my older YouTube videos from either channel, you'll, you'll have seen this. I look like a clown. Every day was different. Like, <laughs> but I did this because I was worried about what other people would think of me. I'm this health expert and I look like, you know, whatever. Apparently, I, I thought I looked better with painted on eyebrows, which is friggin' hilarious. But it was, it was sad because I wouldn't go swimming with my kids. I didn't work out like in sweat-inducing workouts because I was worried the makeup might run off. And then two years after doing that, every single day I said, fuck it, this is ridiculous. I'm not doing this anymore. And since that time, and more so each and every year, I give less and less, um, I don't care what people think. I don't care. And I don't care what they say about me. 
Because at the end of the day, if someone says something about you and they don't know you, they're saying more about themselves than they are about you, right? Now, if someone like your family member, like who knows you very well, says something, okay, you can take it with a little bit more yeah, gravity, if you will. But at the end of the day, like even our parents, like family, sometimes family is like, you don't get to choose your family. So you got to do you. Don't worry about what other people think of you. And life becomes a lot easier when when that's the case. You know, it's like these old guys you see in the gym who are like 70 and they're walking around with their balls hanging out and stuff. They don't give a shit. You know, like they're farting in public. They don't care. They're just like, now I'm not saying like get to that stage, although who knows in 40 years, I might say differently. But there, there is something to be said for like giving two hoots about that. Because again, everyone is worried. Like the number one, like I, I say this to my clients all the time, the number one thing that will kill your business is the need to be liked by other people. If you're on a sales call, right, or an enrollment call, discovery call, and you are unwilling to ask hard questions, that ultimately comes from, I do not want to be disliked because I might put this person in an awkward situation. They might not like me because of that. Therefore, I'm not going to do it. Therefore, I'm going to lose the sale and thus I'm not going to be able to help this person. Everything you want in life is on the other side of not giving a shit about what what other people think. Now, I'm not talking about going like Dexter Morgan sociopath type of stuff. You have to be grounded on planet Earth. But at the same time, don't worry about what others think. Okay, It's going to lead to a lot of bad decisions in terms of trying to prove yourself or, you know, or other. Number three is... um, a bit more tactical is is please stop spending hours creating one piece of content. Unless that one piece of content is a webinar that is going to work on your behalf 24-7 for the next several years. The single best use of my time when it comes to content is not these videos, although I love doing this. The single best use of my time is my webinar over the years. Like as an example, so we, again, if you've been living under a rock Let me just bring you up to speed. We teach our clients how to build a perfect client pipeline, which allows them to predictably and consistently bring their perfect clients into the world like clockwork, even though they were previously unknown to them a couple hours or days before. So we do that by running ads on Facebook, inviting people to a webinar, inviting people to speak with with them if they're the right fit. And like the webinar is so powerful. And I shot another video about, you know, four reasons why health professionals must have a webinar in their business. It's just crazy. Like a couple of weeks ago, I redid, I kind of updated our webinar and it literally doubled conversions. So what that meant is all of a sudden we can help twice as many people. I can spend twice as much on Facebook ads. Like just like that, 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 that. It's the single most important thing when you're building an asset or you're making an offer. And in the case of a webinar, it's kind of both. You're building an asset that works independently of you and you're kind of making an offer at the same time, right? The offer to take the next step potentially to work with you. If that takes you a day, if it takes you a week, it is the most important use of your time because you are building an asset that can work independently of you. What most health professionals do ridiculously wrong, and if I were to show you my Instagram feed, I feel like throwing my phone across the planet sometimes because every single frigging post I see is this, meh. Word, 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 or like some song, 
overdubbing their voice. I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. You know, and, and I know people, and I've spoken with people, they're like, yeah, like I got to shoot all my reels today. I'm like, your reels? Okay, how's that working out for you, right? With 200 followers on Instagram. Like if you've got several, you know, tens of thousands of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers with high engagement, sure, maybe it's a decent use of your time, but do not spend hours creating one piece of content that no one's gonna see, okay? This is the challenge with social media. This is the challenge with organic posting is unless you have clout, you're not gonna stand out. Your stuff is gonna be hidden because of the algorithms, the way they work. It's just not in your favor. So don't spend hours creating content no one sees. Just get it out there. Don't like, you, you've seen my videos, like literally my, my last video, one of my cameras stopped working and it automatically went to this one. And I was like, well, we're just gonna run with that. I've had videos where my dog is scratching at the door. I'll like literally like go open the door as the video is going and we keep going. That's just me. I'm not a perfectionist. I'm a get it out there quickly person because it's not quality, it's quantity. Now, I'm not saying put garbage out there. I don't think my stuff is garbage. I think my stuff is very good, if I may say so myself. You have to be prolific because in the prolificness of, of creating stuff, the gems will come to the surface, okay? So that's the third thing. Number four, stop doing everything yourself. Please stop doing everything yourself. Now, if you are running a coaching business, here are the two first hires you're gonna make. Number one is an assistant to get all the $10 an hour tasks off your plate, okay? So you can focus on selling, most importantly, and delivery, that's it. Then you're most likely gonna hire a coach to help on delivery or a sales rep to now take more of the sales burden off your plate, although sales is the most highest impact activity you can do. When you look at, you're probably gonna enroll most people you speak with relative to having someone else do it, but at some point, you become the bottleneck in the business. Like you can't take on more calls than you can take on. If you have someone else helping you or two or three or five other people, you can scale dramatically, but you can't do everything yourself. There's only so far you can get by yourself. I think the most I've seen one person, like no assistant, nothing get to by themselves, maybe 300,000 a year, maybe. Depends on the business model, but generally in a coaching type of business model, you know, 300,000 by yourself and you're gonna have major burnout issues. And number five is um, <laughs> stop shooting from the hip instead of actually having a business model. So I posted this on Instagram this morning and let me see what the, 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 the results have brought back. And I'll share this with you. Okay, look at this. So I asked, I asked this question. Here's, here's how delusional some people are. That's right, one sec. Is posting videos on social media a business model? And almost half of them said yes. Wow. But again, we're on Instagram and I'm asking if posting on social media is a business model. And let me, I'll just read what I wrote about a business model. A business model is a predictable system, ideally that works independent of the owner's involvement for how you generate leads, convert them into clients and deliver results to them. Keywords, independent of the owner's involvement and predictable system. If you can't map out how your business does this, then you don't really have a business, you have a hustle. And I was that guy for many years, I had a promotion business, a hustle business. It took me a long time to figure things out. Because at the end of the day, systems and structure create freedom. Every entrepreneur I ever, I've ever known wants freedom more than anything else. Money ties in with that. Freedom to do what you want, with whom you want, when you want, where you want. But you can't have freedom if you're stuck on your phone 
posting stuff no one's going to see all the time. So when I say shooting from the hip, I mean, you have to understand how what you're doing ties into the bigger machine of your business. If you were to go to the bank, like think of it this way. If you were to go on Shark Tank, not that I recommend you get investors, but if you were to go on Shark Tank and said, hey, I'm a health professional, I coach clients, and I'm amazing. And they'll ask you the question, great, how do you get clients? And your answer is, um, I just shoot videos and post them on Instagram. Okay, that might work if you have a big following and you can show predictability there. Like if I post the video, a thousand people see, 10 people click, that makes sense. But most people don't live in that world, right? They're just putting stuff out there. Hopefully that like at some point is gonna gain traction. It's the TikTok approach, right? TikTok at this current time is the wild, wild west, what Instagram was maybe 10 years ago. And it's slowly but surely changing because now there's ads running on TikTok. I run ads on TikTok. But the reality is on TikTok, it's you just put a bunch of stuff up there and some of it will go viral. That's pretty much the game plan for social media. There's no perfect time of day to post. There's no perfect length of video, perfect length of caption, perfect number of hashtags. All that stuff is baloney, okay? So what I'd recommend you do is really think about what is your business model? What, like if you don't even know, like how do you even explain that? If you don't know how to explain it, that's a problem. Like our business model is very simple. Like it's a five-step flywheel that our whole, hopefully most of our team members should know, right? And we can like literally map it out. This happens and this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. And then it goes back and repeats. And I can take, if I ever wanted to go to the bank and they say, well, how does your business work? I could draw this out for them or show a fancy presentation and they'll be like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about versus, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just shoot some videos and I get some clients, you know, and all like, if you've got amazing results doing that, by all means, keep doing it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you have to build a, a business is a collection of predictable systems that produce a profit for the owner. Okay. Collection of predictable systems, not the owner grinding away. Health professionals for the most part are technicians. They're self-employed, which means they bought a job. You own a clinic, great, you own a job. Because if you bought the clinic and you're still the one doing all the work in the clinic, you're not really the business owner. You might be technically, but you're still working 20 hours a day. Because what happens if you take a week off? What happens to your patients? What happens to your clients? Do they just get amazing results without you? If they don't, that's something you need to address. And if you don't know how to do that, you need, to, you need our help because this is what we help our clients do every single day. How you can help your clients get better results even while you're on vacation, even if you're never, even if you never speak with them, not because you don't want to speak with them. Again, like I love working with my clients. I love it, but it's not 12 hours a day. You know, it's like I have a couple calls with them a week and then we've got an amazing coaching team and systems around me to support our clients because if you don't have that type of structure, and not even like you don't even need extra coaches, just in terms of how you build out your delivery, your curriculum. We talk about the three C's, curriculum, community, coaching. If you've watched our webinar, you know what I'm talking about. You got to build this sucker out. Because if you don't, you'll never have a business. You will always have burnout central, which is the number one complaint health professionals complain about. Excuse me. It's burnout because of the one-on-one medical matrix, trading time for money. 
And it happens in two ways. Either you're burnt out on the front end, grinding away in your marketing, trying to get people coming in and probably undercharging. And then on the back end is everyone's one-on-one. You know, one of our clients uh, who started with us a couple months ago, I asked her, like, what's the first thing that happens when a client signs up with you? She's like, I do a three-hour consult. I was like, whoa, three hours? You can't scale that sucker. Is there a possibility you might be able to deliver the same results in like a third of the time, like one hour? And she has been because if she was doing three-hour consults with every single person, do you think she would scale her acquisition? No, because we're not going to move into pain. If I have to talk with 10 people today, three hours times 10, that's more than 24 hours. You think I'm going to like flood the gates with new clients if that happens? No way. None of us would do that. So delivery burnout is a big deal and so is acquisition burnout. We help our clients solve both. So you can help more people, work less. But listen, I work like a maniac. I get up at 4.35 every day. I'm right into my work. I work until four o'clock in the afternoon. So I work like 70 hours a week, but I freaking love what I, what I do. I could shoot videos like this all day long. But remember, I've built the systems. I built the foundation. I work with my team. It's not just me doing stuff by myself. So it's not just about working less. It's about doing less of what you don't want to do and more of what you do want to do. Right? And that's, that's important. Right? So anyways, I hope this makes sense for you. So again, those five things really quick to stop doing. Number one, stop debating with trolls on social media. Number two, stop worrying about what other people think of you. Number three is stop spending too much time creating one piece of content unless it's an asset like a webinar. Number four, stop doing everything yourself. And number five is stop shooting from the hip instead of actually having an actual business model that works largely for you. Cool. If you've enjoyed this video, give me a hell yes in the comments below. Give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. And on that note, I will bid you farewell. I hope you have an amazing day. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.